more details, more text calls and emails. Be more specific, yes, I'm here to listen. I know I'm needy, but tell me you need me. No, don't be afraid, babe. Come on, explain. If you love me, love me, love me like you said. Darling, tell me Valentine's Day is around the corner. And whether you're planning on smashing Bay's junk to smithereens or making out with a pint of fish food, you need some fresh Valentine's Day bops to get you in the mood for l- heart V. And Megan Trainor. <laughs> it's love, but the O is a heart. Okay. And Megan Trainer has got you covered with her new EP, The Love Train. You know you want it. And you can freaking get it, Betch. <laughs> on all digital platforms right here. We know you want to hear songs all about the hot newlywed sex. <laughs> Megan and Daryl Sabra are having. <laughs> did you see what we did there? Which is why okay. you'll love the banging okay. single All the Ways. Wow. Billboard was wet for All the Ways, calling it another fun danceable track so to fall in love with. I didn't know and that would was Billboard lie to you? Would Billboard lie to you, comma girl? Question mark. Okay, we need to stop. You've got to stop. We can't. Do Excuse it me, but choo choo betch. The love train is leaving the station, and you better get on board. Stop. Did we talk about the piece de resistance being French for wig snatch already? <laughs> oh right. Okay. Anyway, we're stopping. We're stopping. We're stopping. So that was. The legitimate, like, press release for Megan Trainer's EP, The Love Train. And, like, I didn't even realize that when you did, when you, like, released an EP, you would just give a press release. But it does make sense, you know, like, just a little window into the music industry, I guess. But this one was, like, so fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, all these music journalists were like, sex is canceled. It's over. <laughs> We're not okay. We've also, not been okay I since. looked at this dude for the first time today. I do not want to know about all the hot <laughs> newlywed sex. Yeah, I, I really like, don't. Um, yeah, no, it was bad. But I, I mean, I guess Valentine's Day is like a huge day for the music industry, which like now that I'm thinking about it, like it does make sense. It's like there's love songs and like this weekend, it's like President's Day weekend. So it's like a long Valentine's Day weekend full of songs about love. Um, So I guess that's sort of like the theme of our episode this week, question mark. Um, So in the spirit of that, I'd like to start out with a love song that actually got its own remix this week. Blue face, baby. Yeah, I was down. So romantic. I just really want. I just really want to see you. Bust down. Bust down. Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. I wanna see you bust down. Pick it up, not break that shit down. Break it down, speed it up, then slow that shit down on the cat. Slow it down. Okay, so that was Tatiana, one of my personal favorite love songs this week. And that had a remix from YG, but then also a remix from Cardi B. And like, sorry to YG, but Cardi B's verse was so fucking funny. Besides the fact that she just rhymes like a lot of different things with Tatiana, at some point she legit says, I don't swallow plan B, I just swallow the nut. (laughs) Which like, is a good strategy. Like, she's not wrong, you know, like... And she did tweet, last time I didn't swallow the nut, I got pregnant, so, like, 
Oh. Just saying. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, yeah, like add that to the sex ed agenda, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, also, remember that time uh, a few weeks ago when I was literally just like watching Tatiana memes and you sent me a text, no context, like, who is Tatiana? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I did my due diligence. I watched the genius video of Blueface <laughs> explaining Tatiana, which is wild because there's really like not that much to explain there. You know, he's just like, I want to see you bust down. That everyone keeps talking about Tatiana. I keep but hearing he does, her name everywhere. He does complain that girls don't follow the instructions. He's like, I'm just saying I'm very specific with what I want the girl to do. And it would be good if you would follow those instructions when the song is playing. And I was like, oh, okay, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking fine. Um, also, are we going to, like, just acknowledge that it sounds exactly like that one song, Beat the Pussy Up, or no? Which song? Wait, this one. That part's, like, the exact same. Like, I think they actually might be sampling it. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but you've heard this I song, right? It, it's it's Ooh, this. I recognize this synth. Yeah. It's this. This is from 2011 or some shit. In any case. And that's not even the only thing Cardi B did this week, also. Because she had pleased me with. Right, yeah. Don't think that we weren't going to talk about the horchata basura <laughs> dichotomy over here. <laughs> horchata basura dichotomy is amazing. And it doesn't even like rhyme like that good. So it's just like one of those things that it's just a rule of thumb and you don't really strive to rhyme it with anything because yeah. it's just like that's just how it be. Yep. Um, also, I want everyone to help me make this a thing. New meme format in which anything good is horchata <laughs> and anything bad is pasura. <laughs> oh my God. Um, wow. I've really missed like talking about rap on the podcast, which we honestly like haven't done that much of in the past couple of weeks, but I am happy to report that this rapper Ade came out with an EP this past week called Always Something. And I didn't, well, when I first listened to the EP, I was like, how the fuck do I not know who this person is? Like, there's like all these really esteemed features and this EP is the only thing on his Spotify page. Like, that cannot be like real. Mm -hmm. And I realized he was formerly known as Phil Ade and I had seen him on um, like a Wale mixtape. And this song Incense with Mac Miller, which is like so smooth and mm. such a classic for me from like, I don't even know, like 2012 or something. But anyways, he is a rapper from the D.C. sort of Maryland area. And so we obviously like love and support him. <laughs> and this EP is so good, like absolutely so good. I love every single song on it. Like Play Something is a great intro type of feel and it has this kind of like almost jingle barbershop sort of thing going in the instrumental something new is with Lil Baby so I was that's actually how I first saw this EP because I was like oh wow like a Lil Baby song feature thing and then I like clicked on it and I was like whoa tip of the fucking iceberg because the rest of these songs are so good yeah um something from nothing with rich the kid is so cute and so good and has an awesome balance of like singing versus rapping and I also love that Are doesn't feel the need to only use like that, like da 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 da, like triplet flow. Yeah, yeah. So 2019, I'm ready. I'm ready for a new flow, new trend flow. Um, Something's Up has like these compressed vocals in the instrumental that I really, really appreciate that give it like an almost, I don't know, like chance the rapper sort of feel. 
kind of like um, like the K the K Tronada class. Yeah, the K Tronada one or the the first song of Coloring Book that's escaping me right now with Kanye West. Mm. And I love the double kicks. You know what I mean? Where it does things like that. Um, and then Something Sweet is with Fat Man Scoop, and he sings so well on it. It almost gives me, like, Masego vibes, but it's, like, more upbeat with, like, obviously the Fat Man Scoop is going to, like, up the energy level. Like, Fat Man Scoop unironically saying, let's go, it's just, like, so good. Do you see what I mean about this Masego sort of intonation? Oh, yeah, definitely. Those, like, little shuffles. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the way he voices certain words as well as the melodies that he's hitting. Wait, but hold on. I figured you'd appreciate the thing, Luke. I do. It's just so, like, quirky and fun, you know? Um, and then Something Real apparently also came out earlier than this EP and I just like fucked it up but it's with Goldlink and Wale so literally don't know how I missed that because I love both of them but now I get to like enjoy it in the context of this EP so yeah I literally loved every single song in this EP I can't say like enough good things about it everyone should listen to it it's the best thing ever and I'm so happy that it's here and that it's new <laughs> and that he's like doing stuff I just I can't yeah it's so good I would have played every single song but then I would have just like been live listening to the EP recorded on this podcast, which is, like, not chill. So, anyways, um, another thing that came out was Squad Up with Street Life, Method Man, and Havoc, which is, like, a very 90s-inspired kind of, like, unpretentious flow, which you can kind of only do if you are Street Life, Method Man, and Havoc. And, again, more, like, different flows for 2019. Very excited about that. Um, What? else uh young ma also came out with a new single uh stubborn ass she's been releasing like kind of regular singles recently yeah i think so she was first pretty famous from that like oh song yeah in like 2016 but i liked this one it was like a thoughtful sort of valentine's day definitely a valentine's day release but it was like more thoughtful more nuanced a little pensive Mm -hmm. then mushroom chocolate came out more valentine's day bullshit but it's with black and quinn um and that song just kept getting like more beautiful as it went on like the arrangement would kind of like change and shift which i really appreciated mm-hmm. um also blood on my hands came out with august 8 and smino and it was actually kind of like i expected it to be more like r&b slow kind of vibe because I feel like that is the aura that I associate with them but it was actually Mm -hmm. very like easygoing groovy there's like a couple of Smina songs that are like that okay so it actually does start kind of slow but like I promise it does get into the easygoing groove of which I had previously mentioned See what I mean? It's like kind of almost like housey a bit. Oh yeah. And I love the like percussion that comes in right now. It's like this. It's like woody almost, like actual drums. Yeah. 
and the like reverby vocals. It's like emblematic of both of them, but it's like different in a totally different setting. Yeah. And then, oh my God, PJ Morton and JoJo have that song. Yeah, I saw that. It was so good. It's called Say So. And besides the fact that it has like adorable cover art, which we all love, um, this is like exactly kind of what I want to see from artists like JoJo working with these like very, very esteemed artists doing beautiful musical art for the sake of it being awesome and beautiful and allowing the vocals to shine without being like hey guys it's jojo like remember jojo listen to this song (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i don't know i just like afro levine yeah (laughs) um but what else came out um years and years also released a deluxe version of their album palo santo which was Especially notable to me specifically because there's an M&EK feature on one of the songs, uh, Valentino, which is really, really good. And um, it's so cute. It's one of those ones where they like shelled out for a little like music video gif thing on Spotify and they're like <laughs> pillow fighting and stuff. It's so cute. Wait, I didn't see that. That's oh my God. Cute. Wait, watch it. Hold on. I love that Ebony K just like throws the Powerpuff Girls like heart signal. (laughs) This is what actual visibility is in a music video, by the way, at Ariana Grande. As we've said before, years and years collaborations are so awesome because like their style is so like flexible with other artists. Yeah. And MNEK, obviously, like we love MNEK, and so and he, adding course, that to this. Yeah, and he of course writes a lot of music for like pop-ish yeah. artists. Mm-hmm. So like you can definitely hear his influence on like this chorus. Yeah. Oh wait, I love this melody. When they say cool melody. Yeah. <laughs> that that part's very MNEK. That's why I was like, oh, MNEK's definitely on this song. Yeah. Uh, other sort of like electronic pop e vibe zed and Katy perry i guess have like a new song or something and it's called 365 it was weird because i like kind of liked it but then i also don't want to like either of them anymore so i don't know what Katy perry ever did to you are you kidding me what did she do I mean, first off, there's I Kissed a Girl that she is... Oh, that's my bad. But she also has apologized for that. Oh, I like, know her what vibe it was. It's like... because I hated Swish Swish, and then it was everywhere. Oh. <laughs> well, that's like a personal problem. Another one in the basket. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I hate that song That's so just much. like another... That's a personal problem. Okay, and then we've also talked about Zed being like a little bit annoying sometimes. But what I will say is like, A... This song sounds really different than his previous ones, so, like, shouts out to that. And B, he's in the music video. It's a terrifyingly creepy music video, but he's, like, a main character in it. He's, like, Katy Perry and Zed equally star in this music video. Interesting. Which is, like, nice, because I feel like, obviously, we've talked about producers being in the artist title, and, like, I love that, but, like... I don't know. Even in like the Taki Taki video, like DJ Snake was like some fucking rando in the corner being like, who is this dude trying to like join Osuna Cardivi and Selena Gomez like on stage <laughs> right now? <laughs> yeah. So like I thought it was kind of cool that he got to like be a star. Oh, well. And he's a cutie. So, you know, <sighs> whatever. I'm glad that he opened a new Ableton project file. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Betty Who's new album came out. Uh, it's called Betty. And um, she basically just gave us everything that we wanted, <laughs> which is um, a return to her 2014 era sound. A Somebody lot. misses 
<laughs> I didn't even say it. I didn't even say the name of the song. It was just preemptive. I knew it was coming. Anyways, it also has some of the like 80s-ish like inspired stuff that she's been putting out. And then also there's like a very 90s track on there too. The one. It was literally like an sync homage. Yeah. I yeah, loved it. Essentially. But the first track on there, I know it's the first track, but I still think it's the best one. Um, Old Me is so, so cute. Wake up and I'm feeling fly. Always a great reference to waking up so that I can play it when I wake up. Naked in my living room. I feel like these melodies are very like emblematic of the 2014 album too. Yeah. It's like cute and funky. I love the use of percussive riffs at the end of each phrase too. And piano. Sucker for that. So yeah, that's so good. I also liked Betty language, Who and Carly Because that Jeff's one was like more new production. Yeah. Like I liked that she had some bops on there that weren't just like, this is a bop because you love like the 80s you know what I mean like it it had a whole spectrum on there yeah also I okay I actually am going to play a little bit of this one mostly because I want to point this out to you do with it I think has some like chord progressions that are emblematic of like the future bass era and like SoundCloud SoundCloud it doesn't well just just wait I like those little background okay it makes me happy I'll just get to the part Show me what you want to do. I let you put your hands Listen to that soon. Yeah. That pluck. Yeah. Yeah, what does it remind me of? Okay, but does that not remind you of the chord progression where it's like... Like... Yeah, I mean, okay, not gonna lie, it's definitely, like, a little bit of a reach, but I do see the dots being connected right, by okay. a line. Right, okay, so yeah. that, you know, the, like, plucks, they're, like... Yeah, I could see how you could maybe mix a little bit of that, a little bit of The Middle by Zed, a little Just bit of 2014 believe Betty Who. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> okay, great. I guess, I, I'm glad we're on the same page. Whatever. I think it sounds like that. You're entitled to your opinion even though it's wrong. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, okay, I also have an album to share with the group. And that is the Quinn 92 album. Quinn X-C-I-I. Um, and it is called From Michigan With Love. I feel that Quinn sometimes <laughs> has... What I learned in voting school is... <laughs> yeah. Okay, but seriously, sometimes he has like pretty cheesy lyrics and they're like too much for me because his voice is... And like John Bellion also has a similar quality where his like the actual just like sound or like timbre of his voice just like sounds a little bit like too smooth and like sugary and shit mm-hmm. and so like when you combine it with his lyric delivery which sometimes he'll like do this thing where he de-emphasizes the other syllable he'll be like i want to be in your morning coffee 
and it's like <laughs> it's like okay cool um and like his his lyrics you know how like really good song lyrics are a mix of like abstract concepts we can all je- like vaguely relate to and like specific analogies or metaphors that like paint a very clear picture you know what i mean like you you go between them i know what you're saying i don't know what you're referring to because i don't listen to either of these people well no no no. i just mean like lyrics in general like if you have like too vague of lyrics you just have like a chain smoker song crafted from like stale ass instagram captions but then if you're like too specific then you have like you're just basically reading word for word what you like did that day you know what i mean like there's not a lot of like poetic analysis yeah there. okay okay okay. that's what I i'm saying it, so it, like got you gotta have like a balance of that and i feel like sometimes quinn is like further on the part where you're like reading what you like had for breakfast that day go off which is fine <laughs> <laughs> which is fine for some people like i get that i'm getting into like extremely subjective shit some people love the balance that he currently strikes but <laughs> that in mind I always feel like Quinn is like almost adjacent to something I would really really like and his earlier stuff um which was like the change of scenery 2015 EP that I first like heard of him with that had native tongue and fool for your love and another day in paradise is very like easygoing situation that like the production complemented his vocals very well I'm like looking for that mm. also fool for your love has a very great future bass remix and that was truly how I caught on to Quinn but, like, these days, I feel like the more recent singles, there's a lot of, like, e-piano. There's a lot of, like, knocking type of um, percussion. And that type of instrumental is not going to contrast as much with his vocal mm-hmm. sound. And so it just kind of, like, bolsters this kind of, like, cutesy, sugary effect, which I, like, don't love I just feel like it's too much you know you need to like switch it up with the texture of the synth with the texture of the perks and even like the beat structure like let me play autopilot because it's a very good example of like what I am sort of struggling with so this is sick like this is really cool so at this point like I feel like this vocal splicing pattern is so lending itself to like a syncopation like do 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 Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean and you could do like a dance hall type of vibe if you wanted to obviously I'm predisposed towards liking that but even just like (laughs) a little bit of syncopation would do a ton for this yeah and instead it does this do you feel I have met you like what yeah I've heard this like two zillion times <laughs> you know and the lyrics of this one are actually like pretty good like for all the shit that I'm like giving him about like this balance of metaphors and like abstractness like this one's actually pretty good for sure but then like like here where they got me here like that could have been so cool with a little bit of syncopation you know yeah. like do 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 like that would mesh well because his syncopation there would like contrast with that other syncopation yeah yeah and honestly like you could even do this type of chorus if you had the verse be a little bit different you know it would be like kind of like super love with weepin how it goes into this type yeah. of structure yeah and then like a dance break here i would not be i would not say no to <laughs> you know and like the way that he um says like why is my mind on autopilot all the time like 
he delivers it in such like a quarter note sort of fashion. And if mm-hmm. he just like added a little bit of like swing or even just like dequantized it a tiny bit and then had percussion that didn't make that sound like he was emphasizing a, the off syllable of the word, mm-hmm. like that would have been so cool. And so as I'm listening to this album, I'm sort of like, okay, I think I have a more clear picture of like what I want out of this album. I want synths that are not like too, too smooth. I want there to be like a little bit of harmonics in there. I want a deeper bass. Like I want it to be like beefier production. And then obviously like the lyrical balance, that's more of like a, that's more of a nice to have sort of situation. Yeah. So we keep going and we get to... So beautiful. Because it's cautious play. But see how there's like just the harmonies? And that has texture to it. That has vocal texture to it. And this this kind of like guitar-ish synth, it has like a little bit of an like a, an acidic quality to it. Yeah. It's rougher. And it's lower. It's like deeper, actually. And like this song does kind of like hold on pretty hard to its matches analogy. Um, but because there's like a much more mature feeling to the instrumental it like carries it through in a way that I think is more successful than some of the earlier singles yeah yeah and so then I was like wow we there we did it but literally nothing could prepare me for when I die which was absolutely bar none my favorite song off the album and I just I actually like really really love Baby, this song. I'm a little faded but I need to tell you do you see this kind of like to be to be sort of hollow synth this is like kind of crucial this is like more I don't even know like Louis the child ish yeah possibly and the lyrics of this one are actually super super like in an awesome awesome listenable way I love that do do do. Like the bass synth really carries this. Yeah. Because that yeah. synth that's like do 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 is kind of like an like an alt rock sort of like strumming pattern almost, mm-hmm. which really goes well with the percussion that's happening, where it's like just like the kick snare sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I loved that song. Um, it struck a really good lyrical balance for me, as I was saying, and the production is just so nicely developed. Um, and so yeah, like to me, like this song like makes the rest of the album like all good in my mind. And also, I really like "Right Where You Should Be." It's with Ash and Louis Vuitton. Oh, I didn't know that he was on that. Yeah, it's so cute. It's like the last song, and it's very like I feel like the album is called like "From Michigan with Love," so it has this like geographical vibe to it and like the aesthetics of it are very cute with their little like cartoon things Mm. um and so this song like it just feels good to have that type of sense at the end of the album so yeah yeah, I don't know this is like fully a Columbia Records release like big time big deal sort of thing and so it makes me happy to see an artist like Quinn really like making it big in that sense yeah favorites were when I die right where you should be and my own fantasy 
pretend remix of autopilot where it has all the syncopation in it (laughs) (laughs) um anyways other stuff that happened j balvin released a brazilian-esque song called tudo bom and it's pretty good one if you can get past the initial like da 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 na da da na da na da na da type of thing um then it becomes really good and i'm into it i'm just kind of waiting for like a club bootleg of it where it's like just the part that i like um you know but there's redeeming qualities <laughs> and speaking of j balvin uh there's a new bk beats edit that is hot off the presses <laughs> Um, But it's of Cuando Tu Quieras, and it is so good. After I listened to it, I was like, you know what song I haven't listened to in a while? Tigere. And then I listened to it like 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Noah Slee has a remix EP for um, a few songs off of the Otherland album. And I really liked the DKVPZ remix of (laughs) DGAM. There's a lot of capital letters. Yeah. Um, but that one was pretty cool and had like a samba Brazilian sort of vibe. And then the reality remix by Jonathan Stein. Jonathan Stein. There's no vowels in the Jonathan part and all the vowels in the Stein part. And um, it has like this kind of cool glitchy future bass vibe that reminds me of like old Pusher. I don't know. It, it took me back yeah. to the 2015 Okay, and then another gem from SoundCloud that I have unearthed. Um, so there's a, a couple of new remixes of Arm. I actually shouldn't really say that they're new because I'm a little bit like late on them. But like, still, they bop just as hard as they did a month ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've uh, been listening to Arm for like a while. They do a lot of stuff, but all of the stuff that they do is very danceable. So. I guess they, I don't really want to put them in a particular genre. They're like electronic dance music. <laughs> wow. I'd never say that again in my presence. Um, but the point is, is that one of them is a JavaScript remix. Um, and JavaScript makes Jersey clubs. So, okay. you know, we have had to listen to that. Okay. Bobby. Love that ballroom sample. Bobby. The crash. Mm. I want to get to like the really good part. People have very different definitions of danceable. And all are valid and all are beautiful, but they are different. <laughs> what? <laughs> that like also is really of that old JavaScript song. He's a Oh lord. <laughs> A classic, a seminal classic. And it's spelled he space Z A H O E. Um, okay, well, returning to my groovy, funky vibe that I tried to create one song ago. Um, Falls <laughs> to the People have a remix EP for Worst Nights. And the Valleys one is kind of the most mellow disco vibe. But then DJ Tunes also has one that is more of like a percussive, syncopated kind of situation and then Ehio Robo has one that's like much more pumped up Wait, electro really? that's funk cool. vibe 
Yeah, which like if that's what you're into, then that's great. That's definitely what Spotify release radar thought I was going to be into. (laughs) So yeah. Um, Okay. And then also the song called I Don't Even Know You Anymore came out with, wait for it, Netsky, the drum and bass guy, Bozzy. As in mine, Bozzy? Yes. Confirmed. Yes. Okay. Okay. Processing. Uh Uh-huh. And then on the last one. It's almost so obvious I may as well not even say it, but you know, it's Lil Wayne. So the mine dude, Lil Wayne and a drum and bass producer collaborated to produce a pretty like pleasant song. And it's actually like not drum and bass and it's like actually very good. Can I say the DJ tunes literally sounds like fucking like Jason Mendoza DJ music? <laughs> DJ music. You watch the good place, right? Like this is like so pleasant. You know what I mean? And I like that melody, that kind of like rundown situation. I don't even know you anymore. And then Lil Wayne is this, doing this. Like, this actually is working fairly well. Which is, like, not to say that it's, like, easy to just put Lil Wayne on anything. Like, we all heard the Imagine Dragons collaboration. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Anyways, Um, um, because we already fucked up the order, slash I did that. Yeah, you um, did that. I'm going to just do it again. (laughs) Okay, Um, (laughs) Because I have more things that are kind of funky. So, Starro collabed with this artist who I'd never heard of, um, whose name is Sarah J, and they made this song called Oh My. Um, I will assume that that's what it is. And I was like, this song is really good. I love Starro. I love the, like, groovy vibes ever since, like, House Party. And so I looked at Sarah J, because I was like, who's this? There are only four songs on her entire Spotify discography, and all of them are really, really good. Okay. And so I guess I just really like this artist because I have a sample size of four and that has been overwhelmingly positive. <laughs> um, anyways, delving a little bit deeper into SoundCloud, I've also got a couple more announcements. Slater released a, a Valentine's Day track, mine, and because she normally does like PC music adjacent stuff, like I was totally expecting that one to be like hyper saccharine but mm-hmm. then it was actually a housey track because it's produced by a robo kid Ooh, so saccharine's a good sat word also <laughs> <laughs> um also there is a new uh Mecha talk song i don't think i've ever talked about them before nope. but they make these like really cute like sort of bubbly sort of club sounding like instrumentals um they have a really good song called placer there's another remix of i'd rather be with you um, anyways, there's a new collab with them and Blade called All I Want. Um, and also Nina Jirachi's like EP finally released. Um, that other one that we like talked about before with Pathetic and the collaboration with Oh Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that Nina Jirachi is actually just like really cool because she has like a really light touch. She's using all of the techniques and all of the like super bubbly, like, you know, like weird nlv records kind of things but like it's never too much you know like do you see what i'm saying like she has like these like glitchy effects like some of these like hits sound almost like sophie-esque like but somehow they're like melded all together really well like there's a lot of different like styles gotcha like gotcha coming together 
Okay, and then cooling down a little bit with some indie, we have Maisie Peters has a very cute song called Stay Young, and she kind of reminds me if, like, Taylor Swift was, like, younger and cuter and just, like, kind of, like, smaller and, like, was not annoying. <laughs> you know, like, she's just a very talented songwriter and is a little bit more folksy. I don't know why I think she's like Taylor Swift. Her voice kind of sounds a little bit like I think this melody also is early Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was just like, I don't know, adorable. Um, and then this other song called Easy came out by this artist named Claude, and I think you're actually gonna fucking love this song. No, you call me at the right time. Don't you like the Like, it's very indie kind of thing, but it has, like, just these little, little robotic tinges to it. Like, in, like, a cute way, obviously. Yeah. And I love their, like, nice harmonies. It's very, like, there's, like, a soft touch to them. Yeah. Okay, but hold on. This is my favorite part. like driving along and like the, the trees are like flying by you know and there's like these nice harmonies that are coming in and then like a nice little like lullaby sort of thing that's happening yeah um so yeah again that was called easy by claude and they were formerly known as toast and if you look at the cover art they have this like very cute aesthetic and like cool clothes and they use they them pronouns Yeet. and uh, yeah, I know. That's why I was like, you're going to like this. And in their like Spotify bio, it's just like, oh, they make music that goes great with late night snacks. And I was like, oh, it does go great with late night snacks. I love this. Um, so, yeah, I just I wanted to end with that before we get into backtracks because it was such a great song. So on that note. This is why I was so surprised when you mentioned what the is, heroes. We're going to the beach for me, not oh, you. you. Know this. We could have left, but I'm tagging my shoes and I require three knots. You could never be too safe. You could never be too safe. You could never be too safe. You can never be too safe. You could never be too safe. You could never be too safe. It like kind of bops though. So continuing on our Black History Month thread, my picks for this week are Ahio Robo and Omni Boy. So this is the Omni Boy remix of Three Knots by Ahio Robo. Cool. Um of course. Uh, it's because he can never be too safe. Exactly. That he ties his Correct. shoes with three knots. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so uh, this is pretty much when I first discovered a hero Robo, and I just thought that his vibe was just really fun and energetic, and so I was immediately kind of like drawn to that. And I was also just excited to see an Omni Boy remix of that because I feel like Omni Boy really matches that vibe. Yeah, it's a good it's a good combo for Which sure. Which I think you would agree if you've ever heard Omni Boy's uh, Bad and Bougie remix. 
true you saw that this is america one right yeah no that it's one's so good actually so so great so good can't wait for that to release um it's on monday released on soundcloud on monday oh my god really yeah i'm so excited read the tweet replies <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and i guess i just wanted to add a little bit of soundcloudy electronic shit to our black history month fix so, so far. valid so valid <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's it Okay, another genre switch coming at ya. It's just a jam. Is that a person in the background just going, wow, wow? Imagine if that's your job. They bring you into the studio. That's that live 2019. <laughs> okay, so that is the song Estamos Melos by Bombi and Donkey Rap. They're like these rappers from Colombia. And I think technically this genre is called Salsa y Choque. I was not that convinced that it was Salsa y Choque because I've heard other songs that I feel like are squarely in that vibe. But then when I literally went to the Salsa y Choque playlist on Spotify, this song was the actual first song so I was like okay cool 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 cool. stand corrected um okay so I didn't know this song until I actually went to Colombia last summer and we like made friends with these awesome fucking people and they at some point in the night they literally just yelled out estamos melos and like the sidewalk lit up like everybody else was like sisa sisa and then they just like said the whole thing and they were like, yeah, you know, like, it's a thing. Like, we say estamos melo, you say sisa, sisa. And then we, it's like, estamos melo, si, 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 sisa. And I was like, what is that? Like, what? Like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, it's like, we're good. We're chilling. Everything's awesome. And then, like, sisa, sisa is like, yeah, yeah, we are. And I was like, okay, sure, <laughs> sweet. And so then, obviously, after the fact, we all, like, looked it up and then could only find, like, a remix or, like, the music video on YouTube where um he's like just going around Medellin because he's sort of like this like hometown hero type of dude and then he's actually in front of a wall of himself like there's like a graffiti art of himself and he's like rapping in front of it because he's a fucking beast (laughs) someone like made graffiti art of him and we were like watching the video and we're like wow like that's so cool like all that graffiti is so awesome and then we were like wait 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 we did a graffiti tour and this was part of that graffiti tour (laughs) and when the tour guide was like talking about it he's like oh like this is this rapper like we all love him his name's Bombi and we were all like okay cool whatever like because you know you're going through like all these different pieces and you're it's like hard to keep track and then I was like what the fuck this is the (laughs) dude this is the dude and so yeah this is just like this guy the Corinthians King as his Spotify bio says and it's just a jam it's apparently a seminal salsa choque hit, so I'm told, and it's a great showcasing of the like Afro-Colombian scene, I guess, that I learned about organically through friends, which is, again, the best way to learn about music. <laughs> Anyways, that is gonna do it for us this week. Um, don't forget to like rate us on Apple Podcasts, check out the playlists on the website, follow us, you know, do all that stuff. 
these interact. Tell us that you think we're cool. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is it. See you next week. Bye.